I know that everybody's been looking for something fun to do that is social distance. Um, but I think that skateboarding and getting on wheels is probably one of the best things that has happened to my quarantine life. Visit PropperNAR, that's P-R-O-P-E-R-G-N-A-R.com and save 10% when you use the code Maggie and get your social distance life, okay? Hi, my name is Maggie and I just happen to be black. Welcome back to the Black Maggie podcast. This week, I have my friend, owner of Mona's Magic, the illustrious Monique Mozi. Um, I'm really excited to have her today. I feel like she has such an eclectic background, like she knows so many things in so many different areas, um, but also uh, she's a, a licensed social worker, y'all, okay? So she's got uh good things to share with us about her healing journey um through getting through 2020 because this season is all about healing welcome monique thank you for having me i'm so excited i i really wanted to be on season one but life kept happening to me i don't know why and our schedules just didn't align so i'm excited to be here well, I'm glad to have you. And I'm telling you, we were in the middle of 2020. That's what happened. Like, <laughs> shoot. Glad to have you here. So let's let's talk. Um, I know that I feel like the last time that we were around each other for real was probably my bachelorette party that you planned, which was so much fun. But I feel like that was the last time like our kind of core group of people and everybody wasn't there then was like in each other's face so from that time moving forward how have you dealt with I guess the the separation because I miss y'all right yeah how have you dealt with it um like I normally try to do things which probably isn't the healthiest um, coping mechanism I just kept myself busy but I will say probably like because if I remember correctly, the world shut down just after your bachelorette party. Mm -hmm. So it was like your bachelorette party was on a Saturday. And then like that Monday, Tuesday, we were done. Everybody yeah. was in the house. We didn't know what was going on. We just mm -hmm. had to get in the house. And so I, I enjoyed the first part of quarantine. Um, mm -hmm. I loved staying at home, resting. I discovered TikTok. I... Mm -hmm got to do things around the house that I have been putting off. So like that first, I would say, mm, I would give it quarter. I was enjoying it. I was working out two or three times a day. Mm -hmm. um, I had rediscovered yoga. Yeah. And um, it was just a time of rest for me because I don't get that. I don't allow myself to have that. So mm -hmm. it was forced. It was, okay, you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything you may as well sleep in or take some daily naps, work out. So um, I responded well about the first three months. And then right. after that is when my mental health started to be challenged because no, none of us were expecting that this would last this long. And for no. me, um, working for the <laughs> we don't work from home. We can't work from home. So 
we got to go home in March. We got to stay home in April, but we went back to work Memorial Day, uh, right before Memorial Day. Mm -hmm. So everything was still in disarray outside and we were afraid. We didn't know what it was gonna look like. We had to pack our lunches because we couldn't go out to eat for lunch. And so it was weird for us because we weren't the essential workers who never got to go home, but we also weren't given the luxury of working from home after May. So, mm -hmm. you know, we were coming into work in a, everyone was upset. Everyone, you know, my coworkers have children, schools were out. We were just trying to figure it out. I mean, we were working weird shifts, um, mm -hmm. whatever you could do to get the 40 hours on your paycheck and whatever days is what they said we need y'all to do. And right. so it was just, it got a little weird after that first quarter. Girl, a little weird is an understatement. I know that um, a lot of people ended up back in the office around that time. I know my husband ended up back in there and I was like, Lord, we need a routine. Like how we, how we gonna get in the house and then out of the, like, you know, and stocking up on masks and things like that. Um, so that, that transition back and that, that um the taxing on the mental health right so walking into this you know I was already a germaphobe child like mm -hmm. girl I ain't want a cold you hear me I don't want your sniffles or nothing um but being in this now has been like um I guess you kind of try to like uh not go so far with the things that you already deal with so were there some things that you dealt with that you felt like got amped up that you had to like manage in that transition time did you want to talk about that sure so <laughs> so two things my mental health and my health mm -hmm. so as far as my health I've always been um, a sick person since I was a child I have extreme allergies which makes my immune system susceptible to everything that's outside. So mm -hmm. since a kid, I have always like, you know, gotten the flu vaccine or, you know, made sure that I didn't go outside during the ozone action layer days and things like that. So COVID didn't scare me as much as it just amplified my need to take care of myself. So mm -hmm. I knew that daily multivitamins weren't just gonna cut it. So I had to introduce elderberry to my system. Mm -hmm. I was putting turmeric in all of my foods um, because with my allergies, I'm allergic to certain things. So, you know, people with allergies, it benefits us. If we can take anti-inflammatory medication, I can't, I'm allergic. So I have to find other ways, hence the turmeric. So mm -hmm. it amplified how I needed to take care of myself, which is why I started working out two times a day mm -hmm. and things like that. And then my mental health um, in 2019, I had, um, I had a period where I was diagnosed with depression and it came from many, many years of suppressing lots of things and not grieving health in a healthy way. And so I, I got past that <clears throat> and then 2020 happens. And like I said, the first part of the, the quarantine, that first qu quarter, I was mm -hmm. great. The second quarter, I am so glad that, you know, therapists around the country learned how to do things virtually because I was in a, a dark place. Like I didn't, I think it was, I was getting more anxiety because I just didn't know where things were going. And, 
you know, working where I work, we just can't stay home. We can't. If we stay mm-hmm. home, who knows what'll happen? So mm-hmm. I was afraid, like, okay, I have to keep going to work. Nothing's changed there. We work in the community sometimes. Mm-hmm. I have to be healthy because, you know, at the time my doctors were saying, if you get COVID, it's going to be an uphill battle for you because I also have asthma. So it was like me fighting not to get COVID, not because it was COVID, but because I didn't think I was going to be able to beat it. Mm -hmm. So that further led to mental health problems because I'm so anxious all the time that Mm -hmm. it's further making me sick. So it was just a cycle. And, you know, I'm grateful that my therapist was there during those times and friends because we were all like to a certain extent going through our own things like you said you were a germaphobe so I'm sure your anxiety was through the roof too (laughs) so it just having everybody in a state of chaos at the same time kind of made us bond more because we were like okay none of us know what's going on Mm -hmm. so let's just lean on each other right so and and I don't know, you tell me if you don't want to talk about it, but you faced COVID, right? I mean, it's yeah. on the TikTok. So. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, I saw her. Yes, I did. Um, so in my mom had COVID in November mm-hmm. and um, I thought that I was exposed because she tested positive twice, even after her quarantine period. So I stayed home for 14 days, got tested, turned out to be negative. Okay. December came and I got sick in quarantine. So the reason why, like, sometimes it upsets me, you know, when people make the assumption that, oh, you got COVID because you were out. Like, no, I got sick in the house. So it obviously was something that was already in my system when I went into quarantine, but I didn't get, I was literally in the house for 14 days and around day like 10 is when I got sick, hadn't been out of the house. So I'm still trying to make it make sense in my head, but so I get really, really sick. Um, And as you know, uh, to the point where I can't really stand up, I don't know what to do. I can't make it to the hospital. I refuse to get in an ambulance. My mom can't come. Um, and I go through all of this stuff for the period of like 14 days. They test me twice and they're both, both tests are negative. Um, then they run an antibody and that's negative. They do a flu test and that's negative. They start running labs. And um, the only thing they could come up with is you potentially have an autoimmune disorder. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that's not good enough. So my doctors and I were kind of going back and forth over a period of a couple of weeks, testing out the wazoo, you know, spending all of this money trying to figure out what it is. And then eventually the doctor was just like, listen, we don't know what happened to you. We don't know what it is. But if you want to have some peace, we'll just say that you had a viral infection that wasn't COVID. Y'all know makeup is not my thing, okay? I am an everyday girl and I try, but I don't know what I'm doing. But the lip bar has everything I need to still look beat, even if I don't know what I'm doing. Visit thelipbar.com and use the code Maggie, that's M-A-G-G-I-E, to save 10% on your next purchase. What do you have to lose? So now I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> right. if there's another infection going around that's just as bad, I think we need to be discussing it. Mm-hmm. But for my own mental health, I, you know, I talked to my therapist and he said, um, 
he wanted to kind of chalk it up to the aging process. And he said, you should take comfort in the fact that you handle business. And, you know, a lot of people don't go to the doctor and don't go check stuff out. And you did all that you could. So we decided we were going to move on. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later, (laughs) I started to have breathing issues and I have asthma, like I said, so I know when my chest is out of whack. Mm-hmm. I started to have breathing issues and I went to the doctor. They said, it's your allergies and your asthma. Went to my allergist. Two days later, he said the same thing. Three days later, I go to urgent care. Mm-hmm. He says the same thing, but she tested me for COVID and it came back positive. So yeah. now I'm panicking because I'm like, wait a minute. I was sick in December, but this is a different sick because when mm-hmm. I actually had COVID, um, it affected my, my breathing bad. And I'm, I'm prepared to have an asthma attack at home. I know what to do. I have the stuff and I've had so many that um, I can come back from it, but not when I have COVID. So um, it was very scary because every day, like I'm just making sure when I wake up, am I breathing? Like what's my pulse rate? Um, what do my lungs feel like? I'm wondering if I have fluid in my chest and mm-hmm. Again, it's a period, like I listen to the CDC, whatever the CDC tell me to do, I do what the CDC tell me to do. The CDC tell me I can't leave the house. I can't leave the house. I I wouldn't even go, the most I would do is order groceries and pick them up from in front of my door. But I wouldn't go to the parking lot. Um, I think I took the trash out twice at like 11 p.m. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was like super paranoid, but um, I got through it. Uh, one of the things that helped me was week one, I couldn't really breathe, like standing up. I couldn't stand in the shower too long. But week two, I said, I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And I started cardio in the house. (laughs) And even though my doctor said that is not a good idea, we don't know, like at this point, you know, researchers are still trying to figure out the best method to help. Well, it Mm -hmm. helped me. And, um, you know, I was, putting up on my social media when I was working out and people were writing me, you know, people from the medical field saying, that's not a good idea. You shouldn't be working out. Other people, Mm -hmm. friends of mine that have had COVID, it's like, you shouldn't be working out. But every day when I did more cardio and I went, you know, harder during my workouts, I could breathe Mm -hmm. a little better. So I was like, there's gotta be something to this that it's working. So (laughs) by week three, I was fine. Um, and they still are like, I mean, they put me on antibiotics and, um, I was on singular, which are steroids for 30 Mm -hmm. days. Um, but the working out helped it. It just Mm -hmm. did. I don't know why they don't know why, you know, like I said, my doctors kept telling me stop working out because you're going to make it worse and you're going to end up in the hospital. And I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm feeling better. I'm, I'm, just something about what they were saying sounded too unsure for, for my fate. So I, I just like, no, I'm going to try. And, you know, one more thing I'll add is I grew up with asthma and allergies. Uh, I can't tell you how many times I've been to the hospital mm-hmm. for asthma attacks and all that, but I ran track. And so yeah. I was always able to run my races. Now, after the races, I, it depends. It can go either way. But (laughs) I ran track my entire childhood. So I was like, it's got to be something to this if I was able to compete in these, you know, high cardio sports and still Mm -hmm. maintain my asthma. So I was like, 
I'm just going to try to work out. And it helped. It worked. I don't know that it would work for other people, but it right. helped. Girl. So, you know, I was like, when everything first hit, it was like news all the time, right? News all the time. Call my cousin. You know what I mean? Like, find out what's going on. And a lot of like, um, Lord, I don't know which Cuomo brother is the one that's on TV. The one that's on TV, not the governor, not the problematic governor, but the one that his little brother had it and was like communicating with Dr. Fauci. And he kept saying like, you know, keep moving because if you stop moving, like other things happen. And like, that was the, the Dr. Fauci approach. So when you were first going through and like, we thought it was COVID and we didn't know what it was. I'd be like, just don't stop, don't stop moving. <laughs> just don't stop moving, stay moving. So I'm glad to know that you did cardio with that second round of, you know, of what was actually COVID. Cause I'm just like, we've, we have seen some um, crazy outcomes. I'm going to say that. I'm going to leave it at that because usually we try and keep it up. We've seen some crazy outcomes. Mm-hmm. Um, but to know that you, first of all, like leaned on your faith. Second of all, trusted your body and also like incorporated the science and everything else with it. It's just, uh, I'm glad that you made it through because you know, child, these praying friends. <laughs> And I appreciate it because that first round of all the people, like even including my mama, Corey, you were the person that made me get up because one night I was so down bad that I'm not even kidding when I say this, people laugh, but I said, went ahead and said my Lord's prayer because I didn't know if I was waking up the next morning. I mean, that first round talking about a high fever, chills, like super chills, freezing, body aches, headaches, nausea. And it was so many symptoms that you had to treat the most serious one. So if that was nausea, you couldn't worry about nothing else. Mm -hmm. So uh, at at one point you said that, and I uh, YouTubed, I think it's Chris Cuomo. I'm not sure, but I YouTubed and I watched him talking about how you had to fight. And I was in the living room floor and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get up. And I literally did laps around my my dining, dining room table. Mm-hmm. I was just walking around slowly. I was crying. I was in pain. But I was like, I just, I got to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the second round, I said, I'm not, listen, we're going to go toe to toe this time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to get me down. Um, it's just not going to happen. So mm-hmm. that second round, I was like, I, I got to do something different. And Girl. Ooh, I know the Lord is tired of all of us down here calling on him, but I was yeah. like, <laughs> look, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think that, um, the lesson for people to walk away from is just, you know, not to give up. Cause I think that yeah. that's the, that's the thing. Um, what would you, what would you say? So that, that's my interpretation, right? <laughs> but what would you say is like the, the biggest takeaway of 2020 as a whole like if you packaged it and you know we're trying to tell our our great grand nieces like what it was like what what would you um what would you impart to them um I would so I like that don't give up but just to offer something different I would just say just learning how to be flexible and and pivoting because we literally went from business as usual 
everybody going to work at whatever time they're going to work, wherever they're going, to you cannot leave your house. And we went from being able to freely go to whatever stores we wanted to, to the only thing that's open is the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And so we learned how to pivot. Like we learned how to, um, I only pick up my groceries now. I don't know when I go back and I will go back into the store. We learned how to, you know, order our groceries online. We rediscovered um, nature. I would see, you know, kids in my neighborhood have been outside since last year. I don't think they're going back in to play video games. They love it out there. Um, Mm -hmm. So we started, you know, like outside fitness. Um, We started businesses. I, I started a business, not during 2020, but 2019. But you know, so many of my friends would come to me like, oh, I want to start a business because what better time than when you're at home and you have nothing to do but to brainstorm and Mm -hmm. figure things out. So um, I just think being able to pivot and figure out a new way to do whatever it is that you're going to do, whether it's work or parenting or fitness um, or cooking, it just... I think it was a good lesson. I, I, I hate that we had to lose as many people as we did. However, I think that it has taught us not to get comfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I can agree. I, um, I don't know. I feel like that's a good place to close it, right? <laughs> I'm like, you know, when I, when I think about um, kind of what we survived and where we are now, I'm really excited about. Let, let's let's pivot and talk about your candles real quick because okay. we gotta have that conversation. Um, I feel like your candles are still they are still a product of the pivot, right? So like it, it they still came out of okay, I need to do something different because things have changed. Um, so can you talk to my listeners about your brand um, and then sure. also let them know where to get it? Sure. So I have a candle business called Mona's Magic. Um, I sell sand candles, which they are not literal sand from the beach, but they're granulated sand, which is um, still regular candle wax. And I sell natural beeswax candles. And then I also have um, magic sand, which can serve as wax melt. Um, I started my business in March of 2019 because the government had shut down for 35 days. And when the government shuts down, we still have to work. In fact, it's mandatory. You can't take off. And if you have vacation, it has to be canceled. So, you know, imagine us going to work for all these weeks and not getting a paycheck. Well, the bills don't stop. So I decided to pivot (laughs) and start a business. And during 2020, I thought that, you know, business sales would considerably go down. Um, And towards the end they did, but it was fine. But in the beginning, I think people were home looking for stuff to buy online. Mm -hmm. So um, that kind of helped me and with the creative process, because I've changed some things. I've changed the way that I package and, um, you know, advertise and things like that. Um, I started a website because originally when I started my business, I didn't have a website you can only purchase through my social media accounts. Um, my website is monas-magic.com. Um, you can see all my products there. And um, that for me is what came out of 2020 because um, I was always just afraid of the website venture. Didn't really know if I was going to make it pretty enough or if people were going to you know, like it. But 
uh, that was my my pivot in 2020. I wanted to do something different. And since we were all home, uh, it just made sense. So yeah, monas-magic.com is where you can view all my products. And I love the way that they melt. So they're not like overly scented. They smell really good, but they're not like knock you out kind of candles. And also when they melt, they're really pretty. So you'll start with whatever the pattern might be. And then by the time it's like midway melting, you have like another aesthetic. It's really, I love them. The, the magic candles. Thank you. <laughs> so thank you for coming on the show. Um, I appreciate having this opportunity to kind of like break down what, you know, we survived and you sharing your story on what you were able to overcome. And hopefully my listeners get into those candles because they're amazing. So until next time. (laughs) Thank you so much. I just want to say thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Anytime. So until next time, this has been the Black Maggie podcast. Y'all take care.